0: Well, I don't know what
1: this thing is. I think a strip show back there. We're there, dude.
2: Welcome
3: to life.
2: Welcome back guys on today's show. This week in food and restaurants and a movies we didn't see coming or did we and you may be a certain type of or you may have a certain type of allergies and don't even know it. And if you want to ban guns, let's start here. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Uh give us a call anytime at the Queen City studio located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. How are you? How are things going? I am doing okay. Actually, I'm 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 doing alright. I'm doing okay and and what I want to do when we first start the program, everything that's been going on out there, a bit arms above your head, big stretch. Deep breath. Relax. Let's breathe in. Let's breathe out. Relax. Calm down a little bit. And let's just talk. Let's just me and you talk. There's, there's no judgments here. There's no values higher than others, but you know, let's just me and you talk. It's, it's, it's a one-on-one here. I'm tr- strictly talking to you, and when I say that is because I was going through trying to find topics on today's show, and I've complained about having you know nothing to talk about during the corona, because everything's corona, 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 and now, the past couple of weeks, it's all the Black Lives Matter thing has popped up again, not that there's anything wrong with that or anything, but that's just the way the, the tide has shifted in the news cycle that is our lives right now, the whole 2020, Jesus Christ, 2020. Maybe it's called 2020, I say it's called 2020, maybe all this stuff is happening during 2020 to open up our eyes a little bit, to see what's going on, that yes, we can be affected by a disease, yes, we can be held down by a disease, yes, you know, there are still racial differences between us, yes, there are a lot of things in general that we don't acknowledge, we push them aside, we kind of sweep them under the rug, No, if no one sees them under the rug, then they don't exist, I don't want to hear about it, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to do anything, they don't exist, and so 2020 is now... Our vision that we have here we are, are now seeing clearly we're starting to understand i unfortunately I hate to say that we're starting to understand, but we are starting to understand where everyone's coming from and who everyone is and and what we 're doing here on this planet for the most part but i'm just saying you know going through the articles i couldn't find anything that that was happy it wasn't dealing with the police department or any kind of shootings or anything so i'm going to dive a little bit into that and I, I promise you i 'm going to try to make the shows light and fluffy because you don't you know sometimes you know i know people out there are trying to escape i say escape but just trying to say hey you know i just want to i just want to talk to someone i just want to listen to someone i just want to hear what's going on that i've missed in the news because i've either pulled myself out of the news feed I don't want to sit there. A lot of people have retracted their their Facebook account. They're saying, "Nope, I'm I'm done until all this is over. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to discuss it anymore." Which is fine. That's why a lot of people come here. We welcome you with big open arms here on Deacon Live. So, like I said, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Today's my dad's birthday. Yep, call up dad. Good old dad. Called him up, and if you listened to the past a po- couple podcasts ago. You know, my relationships with my parents haven't been really, you know, 100% down like I'm the good son or anything like that. Now, I've never done anything to make them upset. I've never done anything. It's just that their idea of... Their ideal, actually my mom, my mom's side of the family, their idea of family is totally different than my idea of family. Not that it's that extreme. It's just that you, when you see other people the way they, I'm not bringing you down. I'm not bringing you down. Our family was just a little bit different, and then I didn't like a I'm going to scratch that from the books. <laughs> Everything's good. I was loved. I was an only child. Only child, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. You know, I'm an only child. But yet, today's my dad's birthday. Uh, I don't know how old he is. I never knew how old he was. Even growing up, I always thought he was 60. Like, if I was 10 years old, Dad, you're 67. And you've seen the TV shows and, and those little, you know, kids say the darndest things. And they, you know, how old is your mom? What is old to you? And they were 40. I was always 67. For some reason, I don't know, Mom and Dad have always been 67 uh, for as long as I've been alive. So <laughs> they got married at 67, and uh, they're still 67. Now, I don't know how old my dad is. I don't. And that being said, I don't know how old my mom is. I always do the wedding anniversary, and I've said that before. Oh, this is our blankety blank wedding anniversary, and I always do the math to make sure that I'm, my number, my birthday is lower than their anniversary date. So anyway, yep, pops is, uh, he's still working. Yep, still working. Uh, I don't want to say he's smart as a whip. He's, uh, he's got a lot of ailments, uh, bad knees, bad, you know, he was in the military. Uh, I think he served four years, maybe six years, four, in between four and six years. See, I don't even know. Between four and six years in, uh, during the Vietnam era. He didn't really see action. Uh, I don't think he went over there, but he did, you know, do all the, the supporting role that a lot of Americans did during that time here in the United States. And, you know, they do put you through training. They put you through a, a bunch of stuff. So for four years, my dad, you know, did training here. I don't think he, I don't think he left our soil though. That's the only thing. I don't, I don't think he ever did. My uncle did. His brother, uh, he actually saw action over there. And to this day, he, he does not, he does not talk about it. He does not talk about uh, anything that he has done over there in uh, during that, that crisis era. But, I, I mean, you know, you always see movies like that. I mean, the whole 80s and 90s were based on movies about the Vietnam era. So I called him up and, uh, you know, wished him happy birthday. He's a, he's a courier driver. He's got a big white van, drives it around in the Sunshine State. They live in Claremont just outside of, uh, I think it's the west side of Orlando, and uh, he drives a courier van. He goes all the way down to Miami, which is about a four-hour drive, and he goes all the way up to Jacksonville, and we'll talk about Jacksonville here in a little bit, which is another, uh, from Orlando, usually a three-hour drive, maybe two-and-a-half-hour if he... He steps on it, and uh, he delivers a lot. He's a courier, you know. He's he delivers fish to fish markets. He delivers uh, body parts to body markets. All that stuff. But he's still out there. He's making a living. Owned several companies throughout his lifetime. Has no retirement whatsoever. Uh, relied on my mom most of the time to make ends meet. My dad was always in bars. Let's put it that way. He was always in bars and playing pool and. Can I bar he I remember the late night stories of my dad calling my mom at nine o'clock at night. you know I'm sitting there as a the kid where's dad oh he's he's out working late with the guys. you know that was my mom's excuse. Get a phone call, and my dad would ask if if he could pull out a hundred bucks to put in this game, this pool, or whatever. And he'd come home. I remember waking up one thirty in the morning. and He'd have a big. You've seen him in the movies. He'd has a big trophy and a fistful of you know hundred dollar bills because he was good. He was really good at what he did in the bars. But outside of that, I don't I don't know if his uh, choices in life uh, were. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know anything about my dad, which is weird. Anyway, so, and Father's Day coming up around the corner. I'll probably rehash this again as well. So, yep, uh, today's dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Uh, call him up. What are you doing? Working. How are things? Good. You doing all right? Doing all right. Anyway, it, it was a pleasant conversation, but we really don't have anything to say to each other. Anyways, I'm going around in circle. So... When we come back. I'm gonna dive into a little bit of the show. We're gonna talk about uh, Jacksonville. Uh they're getting a bunch of uh they're gonna have a big old party there in Jacksonville, so stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio, I'll be right back.
3: Take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy,
1: back before you went away.
3: on the air I am you are on the air I
1: okay uh well I I wasn't calling to talk on the air so I guess give me a call back when you have a second okay I sure will
2: thanks for calling all right bye-bye bye Bye. well I don't know what that was about but anyways stick around we'll be right back Back to Deacon Live. You just heard uh, "Heal My Heart" by Mikey Your Hamptons face. and the Meows. They are an original alternative rock band, an indie band from New York City. Actually, New York. Sorry. Their new release, "Okay, I'm Ready to Rock Now, which is influenced by the Beatles and the British Invasion, "Okay, I'm Ready to Rock Now, is made for those diehard classic rock lovers as well as younger Oasis, Nirvana, and Green Day and Foo Fighter fans. Now, (laughs) I'm an Oasis fan, a Nirvana fan, a Green Day fan. I don't know if I'm younger. Anyways, check out the full interview if you go to our website at Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, and that's their new hit single from the album, "Okay, I'm Ready to Rock Now. That is Heal My Heart. So, um, Heal My Heart my God, Orlando, central Florida. Let me tell you guys a little something about central Florida. Uh, when people say hurricane or when they people say Florida, they always say hurricanes. You guys get hurricanes. You guys get this. Mosquitoes. You guys get, um, what are the other things? Sinkholes. Sinkholes and all that stuff. Well, one thing that Florida does not get is tornadoes. And the reason why is because we're a little crowded. We're really, really dense population, So tornadoes really, really don't have a chance to build up a lot of steam and everything. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch camera angles here. And you guys can go to ProfitRadio.com, click on Deacon Live, and you can see every podcast has a video that goes along with it. And you can see exactly what's on my monitor while i'm talking about it in real time now guys i want you to see this this is taken from a good friend of ours robert smith in the lake conway area this is a tornado that has ripped that just recently ripped through now it's not like it's, believe me it's not like you see like twister the movie and everything category five this was a category one though and it ripped up some shit in florida we're not used to 200-mile-an-hour winds or whatever like that. We're used to maybe 100-mile-an-hour winds here in the central Florida, but here we go. This is Robert Smith, and if you're watching this on the video, you can see the size of this tornado going through. So here's the tornado coming through. Fucking tornado. Fucking tornado. Oh, my God. You can see all the palm trees and stuff, and the, the, the light, the sunlight is... Very We're eerie. The hours Abernado, out. Right here. The power's out over there. Now, if you're looking at the map of Orlando, right next to the uh, International Airport, there are a chain of lakes called the Conway Chains. Top 10 lakes in the United States, as far as clean, as far as, you know, polluted or anything like that, they're always the top 10 as far as being number, not number one, but close to being number one in the United States. And so the houses around there are a little bit fancier for Florida compared to other places. And this tornado came running through there. A little bit of rain you can hear. Dude that dude that is fucking shit up, babe. Right across the lake. Yeah, so that's a, that's a that was a surprise. Woke everyone up. I say woke everyone up, but it was the middle of the day and, and this tornado came Came crunching through there in in the Central Florida area, and like I said, we're not used to having tornadoes. and And I appreciate Robert Smith, good friend of the station here, who uh, posted that video on the on the Facebook account. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social networks. And the way you do that is go to profitradio.com, click on social contacts. You can get all our links and all our Instagrams and Twitters and all that stuff. So follow us as well. Now. We're talking about Jacksonville. Now, for those of you, now, we try not to be a political show. We try not to be a religious show at all. We try to be just kind of a smart, common sense type show. But there are, like I said, I'm looking for news articles, things that might interest you outside of what's going on out there. Um, Just to give you a little peace and a little whatever, a little comfort, um, the RNC, whether you're a Trump supporter or not, this is a big deal, um, because living here in the Charlotte area, we still can't go to gyms. We still can't have more than, you know, 15% of our, our occupancy in restaurants and bars. Uh, we can't go out as much as we, we still have to wear a mask. We're not as, you know, as, uh, strict as like New York or, or California or anything like that, but we still have, you know, 80% of our businesses are still shut down from this, uh, this COVID-19 thing. So this is a big deal for us in the Charlotte area because, or in the North Carolina because they were going to have the republican national the whole thing here in the charlotte area and because of our governor roy cooper would not let trump come to our place because he is abiding uh, abiding (laughs) he's abiding by the rules set in place by trump and then he's taken upon himself to do a little bit more outside of that so listen to this gentleman here this is from wsoc tv talking about moving the rnc from charlotte to jacksonville
0: Eric, I spoke with her for about 10 minutes here this afternoon. My
2: name's not Erica, by so, the simply, way. Simply
0: time is running out, <laughs> and they're now making one last plea to Governor Cooper to have the full-scale RNC there in Charlotte, but they know... That's not likely. In less than three months, both political parties hope to be celebrating their candidates in grand fashion. Ronna McDaniel leads the Republican National Committee and told me today she's making one last plea to North Carolina's governor to let the convention go without restrictions on size.
4: I've got 24 hours before I really have to start making decisions, um, at least. But, I, you know, I want to leave that drawer open.
0: The governor's office is, is not going to change within 24 hours, and you, and you probably know that. So um, at that point, What do you anticipate happening?
4: Well, we're still planning on doing um, the business of the convention in Charlotte, and that's not going to change.
0: What would change are the big primetime speeches, including for certain the president's speech, but likely the vice president's too. McDaniel said they're now visiting other cities in Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Arizona Hoping to have it decided in the next 10 days.
4: I'm not going to say which ones are in. Some of them, for different reasons, aren't aren't going to work. But we're looking. We're we have staff all over the country right now looking at different venues.
2: So I know where they're going. They're going to Jacksonville. They're going to Jacksonville, Florida. They're taking all these people, all these you know people, the influx of population and stuff, and they're going to Jacksonville, Florida. Now, the reason why I said something about you know we're still sitting here waiting for. Everything to be open. Our bars aren't open. Our gyms aren't open. Uh, we have companies, businesses, mom and pop places that are losing their, their livelihood. They're closing things down left and right. Now, why is this, why should we care if they go to North Carolina or Florida? Florida's almost completely open, wide open. Here in Carolinas, that, you know, however, I think they figured out that it almost would have been $55 million worth of influx of money to our community, to our well-being. And maybe these mom and pop places could, could stay afloat, but no. We we are still under the stay at home bars can only be you know 15 to 20% occupancy and it would have. I don't care. I don't care. It would have been the Republican Party. I don't care if it would have been, you know, clown fest. And 150,000 clowns showed up in like three of those little cars, and they all jumped out here in the Carolinas, and they all spent all their money and and brought you know all their families and stuff here. And they we won't. We can't. We're not allowed to have uh, large gatherings of of a certain amount of people. Uh, Governor Roy Cooper wasn't going to put himself through all that. Now, granted, for the most part, Donald Trump said, you know, I've lifted the ban on this, and it, it's all up to the individual governors to whether they want to do it's okay. It's okay to go. Roy Cooper will not. He, he's uh, he's still got us locked down. And this money might have saved a lot of people out there that are that are struggling left and right here. Now someone else is, that's struggling left and right. Well, hold on. Before I continue with that. So now everyone's going down to Jacksonville, Florida. And I, like I said, I don't. I, I'm a Florida boy. I bleed sand. Cut me open. I bleed sand. Um, I've got a friggin' sunburn my, If you're watching this on the camera here, I got a sunburn lying on my forehead from wearing a stupid hat the other day. Florida is going to have this influx of people. So. Now now, how are they going to adjust? You know, with the police present there in Jacksonville, how are they going to, with everything going on, are they going to push against the the security? Are they going to push back against the man? Are they going to do anything like that? Now, one city that we're all familiar with that's having a really, really hard time is Chicago. We love, we love, we love, we love Chicago. We're downloaded many times up there. I feel for all you guys up there that are, are what you're going through. Uh, but this week, you're not having a good week either. While Chicago has rolled by with another day of protests and looting, in the wake of George Floyd's murder, 18 people were killed on Sunday, May 31st, making it the single most violent day in Chicago in the l- last six decades, according to the University of Chicago's Crime Lab. Now, the data only goes back to 1961, so they don't have anything prior to that. Now, listen to this. Th- none of these are related or connected at all. These are just a timeline of, of people that have passed away. A hard working father was killed just before 1 a.m., a Westside high school student murdered two hours later. So that would put him at 3 a.m. A college freshman who hoped of becoming a correctional officer was gunned down at 4.25 p.m. after getting into an argument in, Engle- in a small little town called Inglewood just in- inside the-, the west side of sh- uh, Chicago. From 7 p.m. Friday, May 29th, Through 11 p.m. Sunday, May 31st, 25 people were killed in the city and another 25 were wounded, wounded, were wounded by gunfire. Most homicide victims in the Chicago are young black men and the suspects are also young black men. Both murders had fallen significantly in the the recent years, along with police involved shootings. 764 murders and 12 fatal police involved shootings in 2016, just four years ago. Compare that to today where there was 492 murders and three fatal police-involved shootings this past year. So the numbers are getting better, but I mean, it's still bad out there that Chicago, and they're talking about disbanding or dis defunding some of the police. And I know they're not doing any. I say they're not doing anything, but when you start taking that away from, you know, how are they supposed to regulate an order, some kind of, Authority, some kind of, how are they going to regulate that when you, when you, uh, take, you know, one from one hand and give from another? I don't know. I'm just, this is what's going on out there. I, I'm looking at these articles and I, and I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to, how to help you out through this. I, I really do. I really wish I could. Alright, we're going to take a little break. Stick around. We'll be right back. You listen to Deacon Live right here on Prophet Radio. I'll be right back. I do not like internet radio.
0: Profit radio. Profit radio.
2: I can't believe she could carry that much candy around in a Ooh. sack. It was unbelievable. I think she took shifts. 407.
1: 448.
2: 8800.
4: Uplift and Inspire Me Too is an original clothing design dedicated to promoting love rather than hate. Inspiration to lift you up. Find their original clothing line, goto www.profitradio.com
0: You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live.
2: Live. Welcome back to I gotta switch screens? No, I'm good. <laughs> gotta make sure all the microphones and everything are on this time. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Uh, this segment's brought to you by Uplift and Inspire Me Too, the number two. Father's Day's just around the corner, guys, and uh, they have very inspirational shirts just for dad. With only a few days left, get yours now starting at $25. Any father would be proud to sport one of these original designs from Uplift and Inspire Me Too. Find their links on our website at profitradio.com. Uh, you can also search uplift and inspire me and the number two. The company that designs it, they do design all the logos, they design all the, the fonts and everything. And they're really, really inspirational. Those shirts right there. So check them out. That's uplift and inspire me and the number two. And, uh, they're available on our website as well. So, um, you're listening to Deagle Live. Give us a call anytime at 407-448-8800. Text us live at any time at the Queen City Studio, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Actually, a beautiful little town just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a little town we like to call Marshville. hope you guys are doing okay getting through getting through all this stuff. Now something I came across here. I have never heard this term before and I don't I don't know how to define it, but it it's uh, it's a term that describes um, a certain race of people and they're not they not that we're ignorant to it, but this is a term that's been uh, appointed. This is a term that has been attached. To basically what's going on today and the way some of us look at each other as far as races and stuff, I'm I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to be as gentle as possible to you guys. I really am. I don't want to. I don't want to discuss it. I say I don't want to discuss it. I don't feel I would give it the. God, I'm all over the place. So the first time I'm hearing this is uh, I was reading an article, and you might have heard of this gentleman uh, by the name of Matthew McConaughey, and he is talking to Emmanuel Acho. So I want you to hear this uh, little conversation that the two of these guys had. Just get an idea of this new term. I say it's a new term. It's probably been out for a while, but it's just catching headlines right now. It's a certain type of allergies that we as white people have. God, that sounds horrible. But here you go.
3: Heard. Ah, uh, <laughs> I heard this term. The other day, and I'd never heard it before. And I went, "What?" And talked to this person. He explained it to me. White allergies. White? Egg. White allergies. That by where we were raised and how we were raised in our history, uh, growing up, there are certain just imported, obvious ways that we're prejudiced in ways that that that, that we don't even understand. We got white allergies. Yeah. And may not even know it. And so I was sitting there, you know, looking at my own life, and I said, and I go, "All right, that's me." Mm-hmm. Longview High School was over 50% black. I applied to Grambling. I was the first white to ever work at Catfish Station and all blues, black blues bar on Sixth Street.
2: This is all Matthew McConaughey. I am
3: married to a non-white immigrant. I have black friends all through my life and still do. Mm -hmm. But what prejudices may I have to be of white allergies that I may not even be aware of have let me ask you this actually since you brought it up
0: before I respond has this situation in our world or my video brought out any white allergies that you never saw did you have any white allergies that were in your blind spots?
3: It exposed ways of looking at things in a way that, oh, maybe I didn't see the other side of the, the coin. As I started off with some of the context you put things in, even very simple things that are like obvious math yeah. of, yes, whites and blacks can all have it hard, but blacks whites have never had it harder because of the color of their skin. Yeah. That's an obvious thing. Now, I could... I maybe realized that, but I never, I was maybe, look, never looked at that side of the coin. Yeah. He's having a hard time explaining it. explaining it. You know, and so, <laughs> so it's a very simple thing. So maybe there's just more that I would say for me, more that I just, I'm diving deeper into how I'm looking at things. Now I'm looking at myself, how I can, how I can learn more. See things from your side more. Yeah. See things from the black side more. So I can just under. So I can get a four-dimensional view here, because inherently, maybe I had to well, some extent, I've been living in a way where I didn't quite see all sides Let me say as, I, as clear as I could have. The
0: greatest <laughs> white allergy that we say see played out as black people practically one of the greatest backhanded compliments. Let me tell you what I mean. I went to an affluent high school in Dallas, Texas, St. Marks, and when I was a kid, they would all say, "Acho." You don't even talk like you're black. Or, Acho, you're like an Oreo. Black on the outside, white on the inside. Or, you don't even dress like you're black. I didn't realize how offensive that was at the time. It wasn't until I realized, wait a second. You were assuming that black people don't sound educated. You were assuming that to be black, I have to wear a do-rag or a wave cap and be sagging my pants. You are assuming something about black people, and I contradict that assumption. And as a result, I am not black. And so I think... White allergies play themselves out practically in black-handed compliments. Get this one. You're so pretty for a black girl. So that's to imply so that
3: being black, I shouldn't be pretty. It's the for the black girl. Yes. Because for yes. a black man part that becomes yes. the right. allergy you don't, you don't see. Right? The you just gave so, so there
2: you go. That, basically, back. the white allergy <laughs> is, is what he says. It's for when you say something to uh, a person of color saying that, you know, for a black person or for a black woman, black male or whatever like that. We say that. And I've said it a million times. Hey, you know what? For a black guy, uh you can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> and they you know what they turn around to me and they say to me, "You know for a white guy, you can't jump i mean it, it's it's stereotypes that you're putting in there, so there you go I mean white allergies is you're gonna hear that probably a lot here, the next buzz term and stuff white allergies so i I don't know if i've i I, I, well, I know for a fact that I'm not subjected to, or I don't have white allergies. Uh, because like I said, I, I see everyone for exactly who they are and what they are. And I, you know, I always see, um, this, anyways. So we were talking about, um, Chicago and stuff. Hey, Newsflash for you. Uh, all you friends out there or fans out there, friends or fans of Cops and Live PD, uh, they've canceled all their shows. No more because of everything that's going on right now. Uh, they don't want any flack. They want, they don't want to portray. And I don't, I never saw them portray race, gender. No, Uh, Granted, you know, most of them, I mean, the term wife beater came out uh, because kind of that show, you know, anytime you saw a white guy on a domestic disturbance call, he was wearing a tank top, hence the term uh, wife beater. Uh, So I guess they're they're pulling those stereotypical shows. And it's I say it's funny and sad. You know, cops have been on since 1989. And it used to be followed by, um, what was America's Most Wanted or something. And that left the air around 2011. But yeah, no more live PD, no more cops. I guess we're just going to do like emergency rescue stuff, like, uh, EMT PD or, or not live EMT or whatever like that. All right. Stick around. We'll get more into the show here. And, uh, I guarantee you we're, we're we've reached the top of the hump here. Now we're coming back down and we're going to get into the light and fluffy. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on proper radio. I'll be right back.
1: Now We're tattered and torn We fuss and we fight And delight in the tears And we cry until dawn
2: Profit Radio. Profit radio.
1: You see Interesting. No, I can see it. I can see it. Your can monitor you is it? like a few inches. Right. I understand. It's, huge. <laughs> it's a 9 ridiculous. Inch monitor. <laughs> I, I, this, your monitor is bigger than what my TV was. I thought, Ah! I it. <laughs> For insane. That's like a living room TV right there, to be honest with you. A lot of people do not have what you have right here. Anyway. <laughs> right. Call
0: 407 zero, zero. Hold on, hold on,
2: hold on, hold eight, on. 8800. Amy's breaking into the beer.
1: Uplift and Inspire Me Too is an original clothing design dedicated to promoting love rather than hate. Inspiration to lift you up. Find the original clothing line. Go to www.profitradio.com. Please leave a message.
0: You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon
4: Live. Deacon
1: Live. And someone we'll return your call as soon as I try to discover.
2: Welcome back to Deacon Live. This segment is brought to you by the Asylum Podcast join Marv and Meyer Lansky talking about ignorant shit just like us, uh, giving their views and opinions on every topic that brings into their mind as well as some serious topics of today's. Subscribe to the Asylum Podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow the two hosts on Twitter via the Meyer Lansky and also the Realist Marv on Twitter. You can follow them as well. They're good friends of the station here, so make sure you give them a listen to. Give them a shout out. I'm sure they got something to say about um white allergies. I'm sure they got something to say about uh, everything that's going on, and I know they got something to say about what's coming up right now, my uh, I turned on my PS4 the other day, and I you know I I only get a few days out of the week to, to play. Sit down and play my PS4. And when I do, you know I enjoy it, and sometimes I stream it live because uh, I sit there and cuss people out, and and you see all the you hear all the stuff when you're live streaming. Uh, people just I mean just being rude, just you know f you this and f you that, and you know punk ass this, and just the the language in there sometimes is so horrible. During the, the online gameplay. So I turned it on the other day, um, and I came across this logo right here. Now, if you're not familiar with this, if you want to see what this looks like, go to profitradio.com, click on Deacon Live, and for every podcast you hear, there's also a video that you can see in real time. And this right here popped up on my screen. If, if you're not watching this right now, I'll say, I'll tell you what it is. It's a huge black screen. It says right in the middle, Black Lives Matter, right in the center of the screen, before, as the game's loading and everything. Our community is hurting, and systemic inequalities in our community experiences are once again the center stage. Call of Duty and Infinite War stands for equal equality and inclusion. We stand against racism, injustice, and injustice. Our black community endures. Until change happens and Black Lives Matter, we will never truly be a community that we strive to be. Now, right in the middle of the screen is, you know, a huge Black Lives Matter, and below that... And below that is a small little statement from Activision. There is no place for racial, racist content in our game. This is an effort that we begin to launch and we need to do a better job. That's not actually what it says underneath it. Let's see if I can read. Our community is hurting. Oh, I read that. So yeah, that statement that I said our community is hurting is actually what's underneath the thing on the, on the game. (laughs) The loading screen on the game. Now here's the thing. They are also banning a lot of uh, offensive names and call signs, or whatever the your your usernames. If you got a username that says "Death to Whitey" or "Death to Blackie" or "Death to Whoever" or whatever the case may be, they're also suspending a lot of uh, players with bad na- bad names. You got a bad name? I don't like it. They're also working in ways of systems to report foul comments, uh, abusive language, and things like that into the games here shortly. So you're going to see an update on that. Now, I don't know. I mean, I understand the Black Lives Matter and stuff, but can they? Yeah. In their, their venue, ban what you say to people, just like I'm talking to you. For example, if we're on a video game and I said, God damn, you cocksucking son of a bitch, <laughs> which I, I won't say all that, but I mean, if I get shot, I, I cuss all the time, God damn it, shit. Is that taking away my freedom of speech of saying stuff on the, on the game while we're playing? Because I'm in their venue, are they allowed to do that? If, you know, if someone doesn't, if whatever reason someone complains or reports me because I use foul language because I didn't get the trophy at the end of the Game or whatever it is. Can they? I mean, they're gonna have their hands full. They're gonna have to hire another 10,000 people just to filter out these, you know, reporting different players. And someone else who's filtering out stuff. Our very own Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, and Yosemite Sam will no longer have guns. Elmer Fudd would no longer carry a rifle in HBO Max's collection of shorts called Looney Tunes Cartoons. The first short, entitled Dynamite Dance, has an old-school feel of Looney Tunes, but in the video, Bugs Bunny goes after Elmer Fudd. I almost said Elmer Judd. It does say Judd. It does. I almost, I thought I was reading it. It says Elmer Judd right here, if you're watching this on the, the video here. You see it? Elmer Judd. It's Fudd. What was the other guy's name, Judd, from uh, Sixteen Candles? So Elmer Fudd's got a, a sickle. Bugs has got dynamite. puts in his mouth, puts in his mouth, and his mouth blows up. So he's stacking all the dynamite around Elmer Judd. <laughs> it's it's a little because you know what's going on that they're not allowed to use guns. They're using a whole shit ton of dynamite. So is that gonna make someone, you know, make pipe bombs and stuff and actually follow this? I mean, there was a time where Beavis and Butthead at one time, for you younger people out there, you might not know who Beavis and Butthead are, but us older folks, remember them? Anytime he said fire, 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 kids actually were, you know, Im- mimicking him. Life entertain, or life imitates art. And they were setting stuff on fire, so he was not allowed to say, Beavis and Butthead was not allowed to say fire anymore. Fire, 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 yeah, fire! So here we are looking at cartoons, and now they've taken guns away. Now, I don't know if you remember, they also did that in E.T. When they re-digitalized the, the E.T. of E.T. flying off in the, um I almost said shopping cart, in the basket of the bicycle, he was flying off into the thing, and they took all the guns out of the movie and digitally replaced them with walkie-talkies. Get back here! And how do you... Point you know, of walkie-talkie at someone and say, get back here. But, yeah, so Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. Now, what was the biggest thing about Yosemite Sam was he would get so pissed off he would fire his guns up. And he the firing the guns would lift his ass off the ground. I guess no more. I don't know how they're going to uh, approach that. Maybe he's a gas or something like that. So maybe it'll blow. <laughs> He'll fly out the ground with gas. Oh, my God. <laughs> You guys like porn? <laughs> I know. Little well, segue from cartoons to porn. Uh, you know, I never know. I say I never know. You you know the main actors in porno. Today's porno is they're there. For, they're in the business for like what six weeks, maybe five weeks. The internet and stuff, and the whole porn thing. Uh, remember the good old days of porn when porn actually had like starring this person and starring this person and and this and that one. Now before the internet became real popular, or right in the cusp of it getting real popular, it spawn of course porn of course it did did you know the difference between uh blu-ray and what was it, hd video hd blu-ray and hd disc was porn there was more available on blu-ray than there was the hd disc that came out that's why uh it's kind of like beta and vhs there was more porn on vhs than there was betamax so porn basically delegates all the stuff that gets out there in the public as far as technology now talking technology and porn in the early days of porn On the internet, you might know this guy by his face. You might not know his name. His name is Nacho Vidal. He was arrested by accidentally killing a photographer with toad venom. Yep, you heard me right. The adult film star is one of three people Spanish police arrested in connection with the death of a photographer who died after inhaling psychedelic toad venom. And if you're watching the video here, here's, you know what, I will play some video as reference (laughs) so you guys can see it. I'm not playing that. I guess he had a, he was a guy. Spanish authorities have arrested porn actor Nacho Vidal on suspicion of involuntary manslaughter after the man died during a ritual involving psychedelic toad venom. The 46-year-old Vidal, whose legal name is is Ignacio Horda? (laughs) Appropriate. It's one of three people arrested in the connection with the death of the fashion photographer Luis I'm sorry, Jose Luis Abad last July in the town of can you get with the names here? Somewhere in Valencia, according to the Guardian. Authorities have charged Vidal, the porn star and an unidentified woman and male because, you know, everyone in and out of porn with involuntary manslaughter for publicly violating public health laws. Let's see. The animal, the frog, also called a... A so non-run desert toad or a Colorado River toad defends itself from its predators by secreting a toxic that contains 5-MeO-DMT, a, psycho- a psychedelic substance that researchers suggest may be a possible treatment for depression, anxiety, according to the John Hopkins Magazine, or death. So, in a 2016 video, the actor reportedly says that toxin's strong effect helps him reconnect with his soul after plowing through whatever, however many women, uh, and. With the earth and mother nature, is what he says. He, I guess, he does this religiously, and in the process, he killed this one guy. V- <laughs> little side, I love this little side note. Vidal has appeared in more than 732 adult movies since starting his former, <laughs> porn career, not his porn rear. Well, his rear was in it too. His porn career in 1997. So, there you go. And that's based on the international. Internet adult film database. So there you go, uh, Vidal Nacho Vidal. I love that name. What is your porn name, Nacho Vidal? All right, full of cheese. There you go. All right, I'm going to take one more last break. Maybe maybe one more after that one. We'll see. Uh, stick around. You'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
1: This is
0: Profit radio. Profit radio. are you receiving me over? Uh,
1: Manuel Why what? You Reggie? Yes, 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 yes. Hold on. He's he you drank a monster today, and you know? he's just out of control.
2: He never drinks monsters. Yeah, you know, I
1: I usually drink Mm, Mountain Dew
2: or something like Mountain that? Mountain Dew, yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you had the Supernova? Supernova. Yeah, the Mountain Dew's got a Supernova. It's a splash of strawberry. No, the last
1: Mountain Dew drink I drank was the um Code Red, and I ended up in a
2: really w- I was in a barn. Call 407-448-800. is awesome. Yeah, Sammy.
1: I've been asking myself why I gotta act like this I'm a rebel to my brothers, so I'ma put on for my team If a nigga got issues, kick a go suck a dick Why these ducks, I'm dick Every time I got bad, postponed on am I ain't trying to see the threats I just shoot in your face, but I'm making all those threats My brother lost his soul to the streets, I can't list Yo, shorty so calm, she was trying to kid. When my future's so bright, when my past was so dark All these racist ass niggas just want me in the ground I'ma get my ray bands, i I'm I'ma skirt off to see Why she's trying to grab a costume when I left her on scene She just wanna go down, two rounds in the car I was thinking to myself, how the hell she you know my name huh? Mama always told me I have a bright future. I could push it back to seven. I was so fine on the rejections. I had a broken heart when I grew a runny thing, but it's growing hella children. When I body so perfect, I've been mean asking myself why I had to end like this. I'm a rebel to my brothers, I'ma put on for my teeth. I lost so many niggas, my life is so sad, and I shorty so bad. She was looking like a male. My mind got gone. When I had my bullet gun and Shorty Home and now now time to go. Back Welcome back to Deacon life
2: You just heard the newest song from Young Sammy. That is called so Ben Askin. And you can find young Sammy on all your social networks. That's let me spell it out for you. Young Y-H-U-N-G-E-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-F-C-E-M- dot sammy s-a-m-y on all your social networks and stuff he's got a youtube channel out there great i mean i like his videos and stuff they're very very well produced he's also available on itunes instagram and spotify that is young sammy and he's all the way from hayward california we got some friends over there on the west coast and we appreciate you like the song like the song he's got a lot more videos out there so make sure you follow those as well and, you know, sometimes you're trying to get your, you know, struggling artists and stuff, and we appreciate all you artists out there that reach out to us and want to get your music played here on our show. We love hearing everything from pop to country to rock to hip-hop to everything in between. But another avenue that I came across is something called... um the prison kiosk and it works with in collaboration with JPay. If you're not familiar with JPay, JPay essentially is you have, um, people that have been incarcerated and they actually have a digital account and you can add money to their account and it's all done through JPay, kind of like the PayPal version of prison inmates. Now, for those of you out there that are struggling artists and musicians and you want to get your music to, I don't want to say to an audience that's not going anywhere, but I mean, for the most part, you can get your music to an audience that you have completely captured their uh, attention. And it's called the Prison Kiosk. And here's a small little video to let you know I'm laughing cuz it's so funny they're talking it's a serious subject you know people are incarcerated and they have these little tablets and stuff that you can add money and stuff to and they can have MP3 players and and it's a uh, I don't know the ins and outs to it but this is how to sell your songs and get them heard in the prison system and this is uh prisonkiosk.com through the JPay I'm going to say JPal JPay app
4: Your music is available on iTunes Spotify and all the most popular download and streaming sites worldwide you're still losing out on sale there are about 2 million and 300,000 inmates in the United States. See how happy she is when she says that? Isn't that
2: something? She's so happy. Let me switch cameras again. I'm going start to that, start that little segment over. It's so, she's so happy.
4: Sales. There are about 2 million and 300,000 inmates in the United States that buy and consume music every day without any access to the Internet. So how do you make your music available to them? The answer is the Prison Music Kiosk. Music- They've got to
2: come up with a better name than the Prison Music Kiosk. I mean, I understand how it works. It looks like, remember when you had AT&T and cell phones and, and some of the kiosks when you had to go in there and pay your bills? Or it's got a little touch screen on it, a little four foot tall, maybe a foot by two foot wide. Yeah.
4: ...to the prison kiosk can be a very long and stressful process, especially if you don't know where to start. But no worries. Here at MazarTV.com, we're here to help. We'll assist you step-by-step on how to submit your first release successfully. Once your music is submitted, inmates will have the ability to purchase and download it through the prison kiosk installed in their common space areas. Our goal is to show you how the... So, in my
2: opinion, this is the equivalent of the old school guys used to selling like records and tapes and cds and stuff out of the trunk of their car less influential neighborhoods like you couldn't do that in like where you know bill gates lives but you can do it in your own little uh inner inner communities
4: process works so you can be on your own with your future releases our downloadable pdf guide has helped hundreds of artists in submitting their music i'm computers. just laughing
2: at the video there's a white girl just like going yeah oh yeah and it's a cartoon and stuff so there still you still
4: undecided no problem call our customer service and speak with a real person. Our service is 100% guaranteed. Just follow our easy step-by-step process. Ready to move forward? Great. Visit our website to download our instruction guide.
2: So to download the instruction guide, by the way is, uh, it costs you 300 bucks. It costs you 300 bucks to download the, the PDF file. Then it shows you step by step on how to uh, get your music uploaded to the prison kiosk. And then everyone can download it. I, I think it set at 70 cents, excuse me, 70 cents per song and 7 cents per, uh, album or $7 per album. So there you go. I don't know if you guys knew that was going on out there. There you go. If you want, if you're a struggling artist or musician and, uh, you got a couple hundred bucks to spare, uh, I was reading some, uh, some articles about it and it ended up being one guy paid almost like 1200 bucks because it's like it goes regional oh you want it in this side of town or you want it in this side of town you want it on this side of town or you want it on this side of town he ended up paying like 1200 bucks and uh, I don't know what the results were but yeah he's uh he's got his songs and music and stuff on J all right sit around uh we'll talk about a couple more things and then wrap up the show you'll listen to Deacon live right here on profit radio I'll be right back
1: yeah was a friend of mine on murder the judge's gavel fell. Doris found him guilty. Gave him 16 years in hell. He said, "I escaped."
0: Profit Radio Profit Radio uh, That's, that is not at all
3: how actual jail is it,
1: 407 407 448 448 8800 888,
3: 888. 888. It, It's the experience for me to tell you about after I get a beer
4: Hi, what's your name?
0: All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting You're listening to Deacon Live Deacon Live
1: Lord.
3: Deacon Live Speedman is a dying star A white dwarf heading for a black hole. That's physics. It's inevitable. We've been handed an incredible opportunity here, Peck. The universe
1: is talking to us right now. You just gotta listen.
0: You're listening to... Aiken-Lag. 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 This is Deacon Live
3: when job Mm. gets fun yeah ask and you shall receive alright you play ball we play ball
0: I know you want the goodies. To the goody Welcome back room. to Deacon Live. Give us a call anytime
2: at the station at four o seven four four eight 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 zero zero Texas Live at any time in the Queen City Studio located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. In a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. And make sure you follow us on all our social networks. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio P R O P H E T Radio. Click on Deacon Live and for every podcast you hear, you can also watch every podcast. We have a video that goes in tandem with every podcast. You can see everything that we're talking about here live on the air and on my monitor and stuff, when we're talking about our like, look at this! Look at this! Look, and speaking of looking, at this, my hair, my wife cut my hair, and I haven't done anything with it. And I look like I look like a uh, simple Jack from uh, Tropic Thunder. My 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 my, mine. <laughs> my hair, I haven't done anything with it today. I know the luxury of uh, do, doing a podcast without a, an audience in front of you, or a producer, or anyone around you. And uh, speaking of movies and producers, there's a couple movies out there that are coming soon. Or are they? And I want you guys to listen to this or uh, watch these videos. Some of them could be good. Some of them could be, eh, uh, you know, it's debatable. But here we go. This is the first one. Everyone knows about this one. I hope so. I hope it's going to be good. Please let it be good. That's all I ask. Because there's a lot of remakes and stuff that just completely flop. So here we go. This is the first ago, one.
1: You played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves?
0: Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes.
1: We're supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it.
0: Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa. take it from ourselves. But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing? We're stealing it from ourselves, dude. No way. How'd you like our
2: song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, that's cool. So that's uh that's a new Bill and Ted movie. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill and Ted Face the Music. That's coming this summer, at 2020. And I guess uh, they found a way to to produce it and put it all back together and stuff. Because you know, I guess the film was shot, and of course it takes like two years to to edit it down and and do all that stuff. So they were able to to finish it up with the whole you know everyone staying at home, and the whole COVID 19 thing. So there you go, Bill and Ted Face the Music coming out hopefully this summer. Hopefully it doesn't look too bad. Keanu's a little a little wear. I had a friend of ours on a, on the Facebook page said. You know, I'm not ready to see John Wick turn into an idiot. Not again, but you know what I mean. Now, here's another movie coming out, or is it? It should be interesting. If it if they did it, it would be pretty cool. I I don't know. This might be the the last if these two guys can get together and do this movie, and it's this one right here.
1: Great, Scott. What here is this? The future is back.
0: It's 7:53 a.m. Mysterious glowing. Object arrives on the front doorstep as I do outside it.
1: Back! back. Ah, me, Mark! So power up your laziness. Grab your hoverboard. It's about to get heavy. I shoes left
2: So back, so it's part four. I don't know if, if it's going this says Lindsay Lohan's in it and a couple other people. I hope this does. And I hope if it comes out, Robert Zemeckis said, uh, we're not gonna do it. No, we're not doing that. So someone might take the reins, uh, from him and, and rewrite it and stuff. But it looks cool. I mean, cause you want to relive your childhood. You want to relive. And I like the, the first three because you always look to see if things have changed. Like, uh, one prime example is in the beginning of, uh, part one. You see the clock tower, and then of course, you know, Doc falls. I'm not spoiling anything, and then of course, Doc falls off the, the clock tower, and he breaks the, the concrete there, and at the end of the movie, when they do the big pan back and everyone's celebrating, you can see where they fix, you can see the patchwork from where Doc uh, fell in the past and the future and stuff. I, it was fun. It, it looks fun. I hope, I hope they do it. I hope they do it. Uh, you know what else is fun? They're gonna start, they're gonna hopefully start opening up restaurants here in the not too distant future. And when they do, uh, there's a couple new restaurants out there, uh, new old restaurants uh, that have kind of changed their format and stuff. And then uh, this new food that's coming out, I hope you guys, I'm all excited about it. And we'll get into that here in just one second and then wrap up the show and let you get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on proper Radio. I'll be right back.
1: Starving in Japan, so eat it. Just eat it. Don't wanna argue, I don't wanna debate. Don't wanna hear about what kind of food you hate. You won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate.
2: radio. Profit radio. Profit
1: radio. Today in the news you can believe fucked you in the ass. Countless times. I've got a database full of nothing. And XLR cables up your asshole. 448. 8800 448. 8, 8, Profit Radio.
2: Profit Radio. You know what a pink belly is, right? Pink belly. Yeah. No. Like when okay. you give someone a pink belly. Okay. Okay. And you know what a like purple nurple is, right? You know what a wedgie is, or a Melvin, depending on what side of the right. country you're on. Right. You ever heard of giving someone a, a horse-eating corn? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is no it's just, it's uh an indian bird someone said oh guess someone a horse eating corn i'm like what is that <laughs> what is that you <laughs> bad to say uh india bird or a horse eating corn I, i'm like i've never heard the horse eating corn call
0: 407-448-8800 zero, zero. hold on hold on hold on, hold on.
2: 8800 amy's breaking into the beer <laughs>
0: Listening to, you can lie. You
2: Welcome back to Deacon Live. You know, with with some of the bans being lifted in a lot of uh, our communities and states and stuff, um, a lot of restaurants, unfortunately, a lot of restaurants have failed. Uh, the old Chuck E. Cheese is shutting down all 610 of their locations. No fear. I know everyone says, oh, they had the best pizza. They had the best pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. But if you look on your Grubhub app, here's a little insider for you. If you look on your Grubhub app and it says Pas- Pasquale's and Wings, From Grubhub, if you click on that and get a, you know, whatever large, what's a Pascuilly's? It's actually the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So if you've got that on your, your Grubhub app, look for them, and you can still get Chuck E. Cheese pizza delivered at home. Because they didn't make good pizza. You know, they had to have good wine and good beer for the adults, and they had to have good pizza for... The adults and the kids don't care. You can put ketchup and cheese on a piece of toast and be like, I love chocolate cheese. But yeah, um, yeah, um, Pascuelas. Pascuelas or something like that? And wings. I know I was reading the article while I was looking at this on your Grubhub app. Now, here's the thing. You ready for this? Cracker Barrel, long family-owned tradition. The old country store, Cracker Barrel, is now selling alcohol for the first time in some of its Florida. Oh, sorry, everyone out there. It's Florida restaurants. 20 Florida restaurants have begun used as a test market for alcohol sales. Now, don't forget, not too long ago, Taco Bell started opening up the cantinas, Taco Bell cantinas, where you're allowed to have, like, mixed drinks and margaritas. I mean, one goes in hand with the other, you know, Taco Tuesday and all that stuff, And but most of them are around, like, the university areas. But as Cracker Barrel reopens its dining room's restaurant, the restaurant is looking to make some pretty big changes, which it had planned on prior to the coronavirus pandemic. The restaurant chain announces it will be testing alcohol in its menu, including beer, wine, and hard ciders, and orange and strawberry mimosas for 20 of its restaurants, according to Restaurant Business. Now, let me tell you something about that. When I think, I don't know if that's going to be a good idea. In my opinion, like here's a prime example, Sunny's. I like Sunny's. I love Sunny's. They had they had the curly steak fries, they had the barbecue beans, which I could eat all day. I even said to myself if I ever won the lottery, not now, it's about ten years ago because they fucked up the menu now. I would buy my own Sunny's just to eat there. The smoked chicken, the smoked ribs, all the smoked pork, the pulled pork, all that stuff was delicious. But then they started introducing like beer and stuff. Now I know when I drink beer, I don't want to sit there with a plate full of free I would walk chicken and stuff. I will walk. Waddle myself out of there if i have like two of the beers and and then you know all the all the couturements that Sonny's has to offer i don't think when i don't think those two go go together now if you're at a backyard barbecue by all means yes i'll have a Yes, Tom, I'll have some of your, your ribs or something, you know, okay, mm, delicious. Give me another beer type thing. But Cracker Barrel's kind of doing the same thing. They've got so much starch on that plate, that'll straighten, straighten out your, um, your, <laughs> the collar on your t-shirt for days. I mean, it comes with potatoes. It comes with corn fritters. It comes with, uh, what is it, uh, bread or rolls on the side or something like that. Everything on that plate is starch. Corn, peas, carrots, potatoes, and then meat. Country Fried Steak for me. Thank you very much. Uh, but for the most part, it's all starch on a plate. That's the last thing I want to do is drink an ice-cold beer. I'm not going to eat all this stuff. I'll drink a couple of beers, and that's it. But Cracker Barrel right now, in addition to alcohol sales, Cracker Barrel is reducing its menu and developing a digital store offering food and retail items, says the restaurant business reported. So there you go. Cracker Barrel is now having beer and alcohol or wine selling in their restaurants. You know, one thing, like late at night, I say late at night. One thing that I've always wanted or always have, I like to have a, you know, everyone likes to have a little snack, a little treat before you go to bed. Uh, mine is always like some kind of cupcake or anything chocolate with a uh, icing on it. And then a, a big glass of, of white, I say white milk, and then there's chocolate milk and white milk. White milk, whole milk if we can find it, my cupcake, and I'll drink the whole glass of milk at once once I'm all done. <laughs> Good night to Bongo or whatever the name of that movie is. This company here, Turner, hold on, let me read this to you. Turner Farms, located... Turner Dairy Farms, located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, has now come out with... And if you're watching this on the uh, Deacon Live Under the Tent video... Hi, I'm waving to you. Has now come out and created a peanut butter milk. That's right. If you don't see it, ask your store manager to bring it in. It does not contain peanuts. It has artificial peanut flavoring. They are a nut-free facility. So now... Turner Farms limited edition chocolate peanut butter milk. Uh, vitamin D whole milk. There you goes, a little half gallon right there. And uh, I, I don't know how much is, that's going to cost, but <laughs> I kind of like the, the chocolate peanut butter milk. My wife hates it when I do cereal and then I drink all the cereal milk when it's all done. She's like, Ugh, how can you drink that? It's so sweet. I'm like going, that's why I put the cere- I don't need the cereal. If I could just have the cereal milk, I'll be fine. And I know they make that out there as well. Now, after a long day of being out, after a long night of partying, after going Going to Cracker Barrel and getting your getting shit-faced, eating their corn fritters and drinking chocolate milk on the way home. There's one restaurant that everyone usually ends up at, and that is this place right here. And one of the world-famous, he has recently passed away. Anthony Bardain has now revealed that this restaurant here, one of the greasiest spoons in the world. In Florida, it's a big joke. We know that if a hurricane's going to be bad, this restaurant starts closing down. They hardly ever, this restaurant hardly ever closes down for anything, and that is the Waffle House. And when I say the Waffle House, people made fun of it left and right. People call it the Awful House. People call it numerous names. Anthony Bourdain actually sat down in a Waffle House and shot this little movie clip right here. And I want you to listen to the words that that are being said, because I think maybe the, the Waffle House is our mecca, where we all need to gather as one at this location no matter how blitzed you are or how normal you are, you are welcome and treated equally with an experience. It's not just like, you know, eating a plate of food. You're talking about like a magical, spiritual place. It's beyond a magical, spiritual place. It
0: is indeed marvelous. An irony-free zone where everything is beautiful and nothing hurts. Where everybody, regardless of race, creed, color, color, or degree of inebriation, is welcomed. It's warm, yellow glow, a beacon of hope and salvation, inviting the hungry, the lost, the seriously hammered all across the South to come inside, a place of safety and nourishment. It never closes. It is always, always faithful, always there for you. So
2: there you go. That's the Waffle House, and it is. I mean, it really is. No matter what time of day, no matter who you are, Uh, what state of inebriation you are in, they always have 100% customer service. They treat you like like uh like you're one of the family like you're you're just a human in general so that's the waffle house and they're mostly located like i said down here in the south and uh and it, it it's a good experience that that might be our mecca as far as uh you know everyone getting together you know everyone says go to church and pray everyone go to you know this uh this concrete statue and and think about stuff and tip that concrete statue and do all that stuff fuck that let's all just go to the waffle house join together have a everyone sit down and if if waffle house wants to make a name for for themselves, they should bring their message that they do on it. They know they might not even know it's a message. Bring their message, what they do every day, and spread it across our nation and everything that we're getting into right now. Maybe that's our answer. Sit down, food brings people together, and I think Waffle House is the one to do it. Alright, like to thank each and every one of you for being part of the show, and all you guys can be part of the show as well. Email me at deaconaccrossradio.com. On behalf oh no. of all the listeners out there, I'd like to thank each and every one of you. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight. Oui wait,
1: wait wait Come back This is the end the, the absolute end
2: Ecoute moi